You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? We have a bonus episode of Locked On Cardinals today as it is trade deadline edition. And the Cardinals, I, I guess we're, we're buyers, one might say, at the trade deadline. I'm Lucas Smith, host of Locked On Cardinals podcast, joined today by Corey Miller of KSTK to kind of break down the two moves today. Corey, how are you doing today? I am all right. Uh, you know, I'm glad we have something to talk about because uh, for a while it looked like we we're going to have nothing to talk about. But that might have been better, honestly, but we'll get into it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, for, for years, it seemed that the Cardinals have made no moves at the deadline. And this move, I, there's probably a pretty good argument out there to say that the Cardinals got worse by this move. For those who haven't seen it, John Lester and J.A. Happ are now Cardinals, as John Gant is a Minnesota twin and Lane Thomas is a Washington national. What were your first impressions? We'll, we'll go one trade at a time. What were your first impressions of the J.A. Happ deal? So I was driving home from golfing on my day off and I just, somebody texted me, Oh, the Cardinals got J.A. Happ. And I go, what? <laughs> um, and then I saw it was for John Gant and another prospect. And I mean, I've been saying this for a while now. It doesn't really matter what the Cardinals do. They're, they're in enough of a hole that they're just kind of hoping that the Brewers tank or uh, one of those wild card teams out West, which I don't think is going to happen at all. So I, you're, you're banking on the Brewers tanking. So this whole leading up to the trade deadline, I, it was a tough spot. And I guess they – honestly, I don't even know what to say. I, I, this <laughs> trade doesn't really make any sense at all because you trade essentially John Gant for a guy that was doing John Gant things but is much older and doesn't have the controllability that John Gant had w- with his deal. So uh, I'm confused. But uh, at this point, it, you know what? Like I said, it doesn't really matter unless something happens in front of them. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it was one of those things. The Cardinals went into this deadline saying, okay, we're going to get arms. We're going to look for innings. They got innings, technically. And I was on Locked on MLB's YouTube live stream of the reaction. And I said, if this rotation was three or four years ago, this is an A-plus rotation if you've got Lester <laughs> and Jay Happ in the middle of it. I mean, Happ, you know, give credit to where credit is due. Happ has had a very nice MLB career former 20-game winner, had a nice season as, as close as 2018, but he's had a very bad 2021. He's had a very bad last couple of starts. Uh, that other prospect that you mentioned that's going in the deal is Evan Sisk. Cardinals also getting cast considerations for this deal. Um, it, it's one of those things that, like you said, doesn't make a whole lot of sense, doesn't seem to make this team a whole lot better. This doesn't put the Cardinals on the Brewers tier, and in my opinion, it doesn't even put the Cardinals on the Reds tier. And neither did the second move. Cardinals training Lane Thomas and John Lester pretty much straight up for that deal one-on-one. That, that, that deal made no sense. I expected them to get one starter, but for them to get two makes, makes kind of an odd fit. And John, John Lester just seems like an odd fit as well. It's going to look really weird. Uh, I know yeah. that for sure. And it's, it's going to be – I have no idea what they're – I mean, do they, is there something we're not knowing about Flaherty and Michaelis? Are they not progressing to get back? Because – when they get back, what are you going to put John Lester and Jay Happ in the bullpen? That would be kind of weird too. Right. Uh, so yeah, that I thought it was. I thought they were done, uh, and they were just going to get Happ. And I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, I guess that's something, and it's kind of funny. But then it trickles <laughs> in. John Lester's going to be a Cardinal, and just what? I mean, I, I don't. It's going to be fascinating how uh, they deploy this, and 
Lane Thomas going the other way, which I think is good for him. I think he should be I agree. Uh, applauding this. I think he needed a fresh start. It, it wasn't that long ago when a lot of people, including myself, thought Lane Thomas was going to supersede Harrison, Harrison Bader as the starting center fielder. And then he just last year was COVID and he just fell off a cliff and was never the same guy. So I think it's good for him. And it, I don't think they were really figuring Lane Thomas in the future plans that much. So it's kind of a, a whatever, I think, unless, hey, but we've seen it happen before. The Cardinals trade away a, an outfielder they've given up on and he becomes a stud. So <laughs> we could see him getting burned for this. That was, uh, <laughs> people would be talking about this for a long time then. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, really everybody in Washington and Chicago got a fresh start today as they were making deals pretty much the last 48 hours. The Cubs, quote-unquote, dynasty from 2016 is no longer, and the championship team from Washington is also no longer. But you mentioned going forward when Michaelis and Flaherty get back, Miles Michaelis blew through his expected pitch count in his most recent rehab start. Flaherty's got another one coming up. So it seems to me that they're only going to have one rotation spot You'd have to think this puts the block back in the bullpen. Yeah, I would think that's uh, that's a reasonable uh, assumption. And <laughs> although it would be a lot of fun if they just go all in, you know what? We're putting four lefties and Adam Wainwright somehow. We're going <laughs> to patch it together with that. And three of the and all four of our guys are thirty six years old or older. Um, I'm make, making a joke. The Cardinals really cornered the old lefty market. Yeah. Uh, between LeBlanc, Lester, and. Uh, and half. I mean, I guess Jamie Moyer wasn't available. But <laughs> they, uh, yeah, it's uh, they're going to have more options at least. It looks that way. I wouldn't call them good options, but at least options. And, and where they've been and just needing innings, I guess that's a positive if, if you want to look at it that way. I'm really interested to see how this is spun by by Cardinal. By, by, by the Cardinals and by other Cardinal media members who think that these are good moves. But I, I just really think that the, the, this move doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Neither one of these moves do like we, like we talked about, but one other aspect before I get into kind of wrapping this up, because this is going to be a shorter episode, just kind of a, a reaction to guess I should have said that at the top, but that this also, in my opinion, I saw some, some of this floating around on Twitter. This gives Oviedo and Woodford the opportunity to be at the minor league level for good and, and just be there and develop. And I think like, if you're going to find a positive in this deal, that's going to be one of them. I think that's especially Oviedo because, I mean, he's a much better – he's going to be a really good major league pitcher, I think, and he's just had a tough situation. And keeping him up here and having him go through uh, the trials and tribulations he's had to isn't really helping anybody. So, yeah, get him in AAA, get him on a regular schedule and have him progress like he's supposed to be doing instead of thrust into major league action when he probably wasn't ready for it yet. Yeah, real quick, before before we continue, I do want to tell everybody about Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein bar on the market. If you haven't tried one of these, you need to get yourself down to Built.com for a flavor. Go to get yourself a mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors, coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, double chocolate, and so much more. They've got something for everybody. All these flavors have 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. These things are like having a candy bar as a protein bar. And you can order today at Built.com and you get yourself a discount. Locked15 to get 15% off your order at Built.com. Once again, that's promo code Locked15 to get 15% off your order at Built.com. One more thing before we finish up with Corey. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can check all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball. 
the Olympics, golf, UFC, MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore as teams, maybe not the Cardinals, but teams are prepping for their runs to the playoffs. So head to the website, betonline.ag. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. All right, so moving forward, regardless of, of how we feel about this trade, here's here's my best case scenario. Best case scenario is change of scenery. Lester and Hab give you what they've got for the rest of their career. They give you somewhat mediocre starts and, and they give you chances to win. They turn back the clock a little bit. Maybe Adam Wainwright can have, they have conversations about how to, how to revitalize their career and pitch as, as old veterans. But I, I just think that, that that's, that that's way out there as, as terms of best uh, best case scenario. Do you have a best case scenario or do you see this not even having a best case scenario? I think that's uh, the ceiling. I hope, I think they can, the best they can hope for is these guys come in and give you at least five innings to start, hopefully more than that. So you can get to your guys that you, your few guys that you can trust at the end of a game. Uh, I think that's the best case scenario, just five or six innings in their starts, keep it within a realm of possibility and hope the offense can can spark and Arenado and Goldschmidt can get going at the same time, which uh, has still not exactly happened as we've uh, wanted it to yet. Even though Mike Schill has said coming soon to a, a ballpark near you, it hasn't it hasn't arrived yet. So uh, if they can just keep it close and make it through five or six innings and, and take some heat off off the guys at the back of the bullpen and the rest of the rotation, I guess that's the best case scenario. But like I said. The Cardinals right now, it doesn't really matter how well they do. They are in the position where they got to root for some other teams to to do bad, and they are going to have a chance to steal a lot of games against the Brewers because there are a lot of those games coming up. But uh, it's uh, we're trying to spin this any way we can make something <laughs> positive. When uh, to be, if you if you want to put it bluntly, there's not a whole lot to be positive about. No, not at all. That, that's why I, I wish that even if they were to make moves, I wish the moves would have included some plan for 2022 and neither one of these moves do that. You know, even I don't think they should have traded for Trevor Story, but at least then you have an opportunity to show him and, and maybe sign him to extension. But nevertheless, this, these moves don't make the Cardinals any younger. I mean, KK Kim has the possibility of being the youngest man in the starting rotation until Flaherty gets back at the ripe age of 33 years old. So this is not a young rotation. This is hopefully it's a good rotation. Who knows? We'll, we'll see how it goes. And at the end of the day, the, the you know the players got to play, and maybe the, the results will be a little bit different than we think. But Corey, I appreciate you coming on. One question, just just off the top of your head, biggest winner of the trade deadline? Oh man, uh, well the Yankees are going for it, but the Yankees are in not quite as bad as the position of the Cardinals, but kind of a similar position where. They better do something fast to get back there. And they didn't get any pitching. So I mm-hmm. guess they guess they I guess they think they're just gonna out hit guys when ten to eleven or ten to nine every game or something. Um let me think. The Mets, I think, did well. They got a good Rich Hill uh deal earlier also. I think the Dodgers are the clear winner with the Scherzer. Oh, yeah, I, heard, deal. I told I totally forgot about them even. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Dodgers. Yeah, listen, I'm so sick of the Dodgers, man. Right. What in the world? This is just, it's just not fair. That team is totally stacked. Albert's not even going to get any playing time. I know. (laughs) Which bums, which bums me out. I will say this. I think the Cubs, uh, although it's kind of, it's kind of disgusting what they did and how cheap they're being and tearing their, their team down. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got, it looks like some decent returns. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
for sure from the White Sox. Uh, the guy they got from the Mets is a pretty pretty good prospect as well. So I think the Cubs did all right uh, in terms of cutting cutting the ship down to nothing and what they could uh, salvage in return. So I, I think Cubs fans, it's a rough day for everybody up there. It you know, sad insult to injury. They lose everybody. Now they got to watch John Lester in a Cardinals jersey. But uh, yeah. it, it might be okay with some of the guys they get back. But, yes, you're right. The Dodgers are the clear winner of the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah. Time will tell. Time will tell with some of these trades on who's who's the winner and loser, but I think there's nobody doubting what what the Dodgers got in Scherzer and Turner. So once again, be sure to tune back on Monday for a Twin Series recap on Locked On Cardinals, and maybe Lester or Happ will get to start this weekend, and we can talk about how dominating they were and talk about their, their seven innings of 14 strikeouts. Who knows? Nevertheless, once again, Corey, thanks a lot, and until I talk to you guys next time, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.